Great to see you in church on this baptismal Sunday. It always gets you there, doesn't it? The, uh, just watching people go through the waters of baptism, it's just fantastic and uh, just such a wonderful, wonderful time. You realise that it's not just a ceremony, that there is a transaction that takes place between people and God. And so it's a profound time. And uh, I just know that when people go through the waters of baptism as a declaration that they are following Jesus Christ, nothing is the same again, that everything changes. And uh, so I'm thrilled for our candidates this morning that went through baptism. Hey, you might have been stirred in your heart this morning. If you know Jesus as your Lord and your Saviour, you might have been stirred in your heart this morning to go through the waters of baptism. You've never done that before. Well, the font's still open. It's still there. Uh, Our pastors are still prepared. Pastor Rodney told me he bought some extra uh, sets of clothes for people that, hey, come and see us at the end of the service. And by the time I've finished preaching, you just might want to do that. Uh, Okay, so uh, uh, God is good. Yeah, all the time God is good. Professor Splash. That's the name he goes by. Professor, his real name is Darren Taylor, which is a little bit more boring than Professor Splash. But Professor Splash holds 13 Guinness Book records. 13 records, and this is his claim to fame. He leaps from a great height, like Superman, with his cape. He leaps from a great height into a shallow pool of water. How shallow, you might ask? Well, 30 centimetres of water. So that's a ruler. So he leaps from a great height into 30 centimetres, that depth of water. And his latest record is diving from a platform 11.52 metres high So just give you some indication, that's about a four-storey building into 30 centimetres depth of water. One mistake, one miscalculation, one thing going wrong and he could majorly injure himself, if not be killed. So why does he do it? I watched this interview with him uh, and the uh, interviewer asked that same question said, why do you do this? And he said these words. He said, the pain only lasts a minute, but the glory lasts a lifetime. I thought, are you serious? It just sounds so crazy to me. Think about it. You can belly flop into a small small pool of water. You can land in a way that the pain causes you to temporarily black out. And then you stand up, go, ta-da, and people applaud you. They clap and then you get a certificate and your name and possibly a photo with it goes into a book that very few people bother to read. (laughs) Why? (laughs) It's just crazy to me that you would do that but then I started thinking about it and I realized that I've known many people who have been belly flopping into the shallow end for years 
You know, just, just having that minimal, that every now and again experience with God, going through the religious motions but never really diving into a real significant relationship with Jesus Christ. This morning my title is Diving in the Deep End. You see, the problem is this. The problem with diving in the shallow end of this faith is that you only experience the first level of depth. So you start thinking that the whole experience is, is somewhat superficial, somewhat surfacy. You start questioning, is this all there is to this? And you start judging other Christians by the surface that you have known. The problem with diving in the shallow end is you quickly lose all the water you've got. You quickly lose that life-giving water. The splash of life in faith is momentary and, and then it's gone and you wonder, was the dive worth it? The problem with diving in the shallow end is you start to focus on once-off experiences rather than a full immersion rather than a constant flow of Jesus being in your life. So you start uh, chasing after feelings and chasing after an encounter, then entering into a real relationship with the Son of God. Today we've celebrated water baptisms and I want to remind us today of what it's all about. Now, you may be here, you may be an inquirer into faith haven't yet accepted Jesus as Saviour and Lord of your life. You may have just started out on that journey. You may have been a Christian for 50 years or more. But the message is just as relevant to every one of us. This morning I want to encourage everyone here to dive into the deep end. To not get satisfied with the shallow end of faith, but to immerse yourself fully into the greatest, most purpose-filled life on earth, an ongoing, everyday relationship with Jesus Christ. So what is baptism all about? Well, let's look at Matthew 3 where Jesus was baptised. It says this, then Jesus went from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptised by John. But John tried to talk him out of it. I'm the one who needs to be baptised by you, he said, so why are you coming to me? But Jesus said, it should be done, for we must carry out all that God requires. So John agreed to baptise him. After his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were opened and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my dearly loved Son who brings me great joy. Jesus was actually dedicated to the Lord as a baby. Eight days after he was born, he was dedicated, but he was actually baptised at the age of 30 as he was about to start his public ministry. Now notice something here. It says that he was baptised to fulfil God's requirement. We must do what God requires. That's why we believe and we practice what we call believer's baptism. Believer's baptism. So what is this baptism 
all about? Well, firstly, baptism is a declaration. It's a public declaration of our faith in Jesus Christ. It's making a bold statement for everyone to hear that for the rest of my days, I'm following Jesus. You know, when our candidates went through the waters of baptism this morning, they were asked some questions. The first question that Pastor Rodney asked was this, have you accepted Jesus as Lord and Saviour of your life? And they said, yes. And then he said, and are you going to follow him? Have you decided to follow him all the days of your life? And they said, yes. And then they said, well, on the confession of your faith, on your declaration, we now baptise you in the name of the Father and the name of the Son and the name of the Holy Spirit. It is a declaration. You know, when I first came to Canberra, I wanted to do something to embrace the city, to show that, hey, I'm in Canberra now, I belong. And so I did the most obvious thing that you possibly could. I went out and bought a Canberra Raiders hoodie. <clears throat> now, you've got to know something. I know very little about rugby. I, I, league, is it? <laughs> I don't know who scores the goals. I don't know who gets the wickets. I know nothing about rugby league and so I wore proudly my Canberra Raiders jumper to DFO and this guy comes up to me and starts talking it was a bewildering moment in my life he came up and he said oh didn't tongues play well on the weekend and I bluffed my way through it. I said, oh, man, <laughs> so good. So he said, oh, that try he scored in the second half. I, oh, yeah, yeah, people, I, I like people who try. It's... <laughs> it's true. And then he said, oh, it's going to be a different thing next week when we come up against the Dragons. I thought, oh, yeah, absolutely, you know. I just don't know... If, how, what's going to happen? <laughs> you see, I had dived in the shallow end and belly flopped significantly. But you ask me anything about the Adelaide Crows. You ask me anything about AFL, the purest form of football. And I'm a walking encyclopedia. I, I know, in fact, I'm a long-term fan. I've dived in so deep that I regularly research the draft picks and I, I look at the new season's trade out of season and what's going on. If you think I'm crazy and fanatical, wait till you talk to my son, Joey. <laughs> we boldly declare our allegiance. You see, when you dive in the deep end of faith, you're saying, I'm going to stand for Jesus no matter what the circumstances. 
He has my allegiance. I'm immersing myself into this whole life. I'm not satisfied with the shallow end. I'm not satisfied wading through ankle deep experiences. If Jesus is the real deal, then he's got everything. He gets everything, not just the token Christian club merchandise or the T-shirt. The great Chinese evangelist Watchman Nee, he said this, baptism is faith in action. Jesus said this in Matthew 10, if you stand for me before men, I'll stand for you before the Father. Wow. Declaration. Baptism is a declaration. Secondly, baptism is a demonstration. It's actually a metaphor And I think Pastor Hamish talked about this. It's a symbolic act. It is being buried and then being raised to a new life in Christ. Romans 6, 4, for we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. That is awesome. We have a drummer, well, we have a, a, a number of drummers in our church, but we have one drummer called Brett. Brett, I noticed you come in, I was looking out for you. I remember the day when Brett came to music practice and his arm was wrapped in glad wrap. Do you remember that day? I remember that. So it was going back a fair while now, but I remember that day. At first I thought, oh, interesting fashion statement, but then I realised that he had a new tattoo on his arm. And he was pretty keen to show us this tattoo that was on his arm. And it was a tattoo of a cross. It beautifully done. It was a tattoo of a cross with the word beneath it, forgiven. Forgive. I thought about that and I thought about the journey that Brett had been on and I recognised that this to him, this was a demonstration. This was a demonstration that he belonged to God, that this was a permanent thing, that this would always be with him, that he was forgiven, that he had allegiance to Jesus, that his old life was gone and he was free because of the blood of Jesus and Jesus' salvation, that he had entered into a new life with Christ and that Jesus will be with him till his days on earth are done and then he will be with Jesus. Branded for Jesus. What a great demonstration. Now, kids, don't go home and say, Mum, can I get a tattoo? (laughs) When you dive in the deep end, you're demonstrating something. You're demonstrating that what I was has no sway over who I am in Jesus Christ. That my past was buried under the weight of his forgiveness and now I am free. That I've been reborn into a new life where every breath is now purpose and infused with his purpose. That I'm no longer content just to tread water. That I'm diving right in. I'm determined to catch the waves of his glory in my life. Baptism is a declaration and demonstration it's also an identification in Romans 6 the verses preceding and after the verse we've just read says this 
Or have you forgotten that when we were joined with Christ Jesus in baptism, we joined him in his death? Then it goes on. Since we have been united with him in his death, we will also be raised to life as he was. See, baptism says this. It says, wherever you see me from now on, I want you to see Jesus in me. I want to know God. I want to become more and more like Jesus. And I want to make a difference in my world. I want to represent him. But not just represent him in his joy, but also his sacrifice. I want to represent him in his grace but also in his truth I want to represent him in his mercy but also in his steadfast strength you see diving in the shallow end identifies with Jesus as long as everything's going fine as long as the blessing is experienced but when you dive in the deep end you want to know him not just as saviour not just as giver of blessing but you want to know him as lord and master of your life see baptism says jesus is not just my savior although that is the most profound thing on the earth but he's my lord he is the authority he is the director of my life and i fully submit to his will and his plan that's that's why we fully immerse, by the way. We fully immerse because, well, one, the original word where it talks about Jesus being baptised, that, that word in the Greek, baptizos, means fully immersed. But the other reason is this. Full immersion is full submission. It's a picture of full submission to God. Baptism. It's a declaration, a demonstration, identification. Baptism is a step in sanctification. Now, that's a big churchy kind of word, sanctification. Let me explain in simplest terms, what does sanctification mean? At its simplest, it means this, a commitment to a continued journey of becoming more and more like Jesus. That's it. A commitment to a continued journey of becoming more and more like Jesus. If you've accepted Jesus as your saviour today, well then, there was a point in time that you were saved. Many of you can look back to that time. Some of you will remember the age you were. Some of you remember where you were. Some of you will even remember the date. Some of you may even have a little certificate or something in your Bible that says, on such and such a date, I gave my heart to Jesus Christ and made him saviour of my life. And that's good. It was a point in time. But here's what the Bible says. It says, I continue and you continue to be saved day by day through the ongoing journey and work of sanctification in our life. I think it's important for us to understand that because salvation is more than just saying a repeat after me prayer at a certain moment. It's a continuation. It's 
a point in time. Were you saved when you gave your life to Jesus at that point in time? Absolutely. But it is a point in time as well as a process of time. A point in time, process of time. And baptism, which we're talking about this morning, is a vital step in the process of continuing to become more and more like Jesus. You see, when you dive in deep, you're saying, yesterday's experience, though it was wonderful in God, is not enough. I want more of him today than I had yesterday. It's saying I'm not just satisfied being a believer. I'm not satisfied with just being saved and forgiven. I want to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. I want to be a committed follower of Jesus. Here's the final thing this morning. Baptism is an activation. It's an activation. We read in these words when Jesus was baptised that after his baptism, as he came up out of the water... The heavens were opened. He saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my dearly loved Son who brings me great joy. See, it was more than just a ceremony. You know, I've actually witnessed people coming out of the waters of baptism. And they've come up to me with a testimony months and months later that when they went through the waters of baptism, they came out healed of a physical condition in their life. I've actually experienced people come up to me months and months and months later and they've said, Pastor John, my testimony is this, that as I was going through the waters of baptism, I was believing that God would would deal with this addiction in my life. And you know, since I got baptised and came out of the waters, I haven't had a problem with that addiction. That God has healed me. God has set me free from that. You see, it's more than just a ceremony. It's an activation. And we see here the activation of the Holy Spirit. The heavens opened. The Spirit descended. God's voice was heard. See, so many look for the presence of God in the shallow end, but there's an outworking of something deeper when you die fully in. The heavens open. There comes a certain clarity of the Holy Spirit. There comes a certain revelation. There even comes moments of, of divine opportunity in God. The Spirit descends. Word of God says deep calls out to deep. That there is a a wisdom and an understanding and a guidance that comes from the Holy Spirit. There are creative answers that come from the Holy Spirit as you enter into this deeper level of relationship with God. And this says God's voice is heard. The main way we hear God's voice is through His Word, the Bible. And I know that His Word comes alive. And all of a sudden, things that you are struggling to understand, it's like the Holy Spirit comes and just illuminates the Word of God. And you think, wow, I've never noticed that before. That means so much more to me now than it ever did before. You see, when you dive in the deep end, you can be never satisfied with the shallow end again. 
you realise that there's so much more. There is so much more. And so my challenge to our congregation today is simply this. Don't get satisfied with the shallow end of faith. Don't become happy with the occasional refreshing. Don't get content with religious expressions because you see that they have some benefit. Don't just wade in because it feels satisfying for a while and it doesn't demand too much of you. Don't just test the waters every now and again to stay in God's good books. Dive right in. Dive right in. There is more to this life than you will ever know. I remember talking to my old Bible college principal many years ago. He'd been serving the Lord for so long, Pastor Bill Hilby. Remember talking to him and he said, John, here I am, 70 years of age, and I, I just feel like I'm now starting to get to know something in God. Wow. There's always so much to know. Dive right in. Please dive right in. 